This is Man Child Movie Night. Humbug! <laughs> Draining the swamp. They think they found a ship in the swamp. No, is that with the triangle thing? It's not a ship. I knew it wasn't a ship. The not triangle in the. Yeah, the triangle swamp that was. It's not a swamp. It's not. It's man made. They figured out that it was man made. Yeah. It's, it was at, There's two islands. Because mm -hmm. there was those aqueducts or something that they found? Yeah, they found those. So those, those that's, that's nothing to do with swamp. Oh, yeah, okay. Except, Sorry. But right. that goes to the money pit. Yeah, the money pit. But, but the swamp. They, 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 they test the soul. They tested the soil on both islands and found out they're not the same. Yeah. They're different. Yes. So what they figured out was is that they pulled the ship into the, between the two. This is the theory to start with. It changed. Is they put a ship in there <laughs> and then they, they uh, dammed up both ends. Yeah. And made a swamp out of it. Yeah. Well now, so. Between, they pulled the ship between two islands. And then dammed up the sides yeah, and made a Both ends out of it. It yeah. made it look like one big island. Yeah. Oh. And the the soil that they found there was was placed there. Well, so that's so the, many years back. It ain't. It ain't. You that, know. He's, that's the that's the point I've gotten yeah. to is they were they figured out that they drilled in the swamp and they didn't find any wood. For it to be, a, be for it to be a true swamp, it needed to be dirt muddy all the way down. Yes. And they found there's a hard bottom to the swamp. Yes. So they figured out it wasn't. And even the soil, swamp. even the soil yeah. that was there wasn't. They they said it would have this so many minerals of this and this and it had none of that. It it was something that was placed there. And then so they dug where they thought the boat was and they didn't find a boat. They found no wood. So they they don't think it's a boat. They think it's a tunnel. In the bottom of the in, uh, in the swamp, and then they they started tracing it out, and it goes, the flood tunnel goes through the swamp on the way to the money pit. So they think that's one of the flood tunnels again. Well, see, that America Unearthed guy, mm -hmm. Scott Walter, mm -hmm. is out of Minnesota. Yeah. He said, he's already said that, yes, there was something on Oak, on Oak Island. Yeah. It's not there anymore. It's been moved. Yeah. He done told them that. Yeah. What, and they keep wasting money. Well, they found What a, do they think they're looking for? They don't know? Well, that's the thing. Yeah, they, there, there is a trick. Well, they, some of them think it's like the Ark of the Covenant. Some of them think some of them think it's uh, David's menorah. Some of them think some of them think it's actually some maybe some of the uh, original manuscripts for Shakespeare's plays. Yeah, just all kind just of stuff. random crap. Yeah, like I mean, well, I mean, think about it. They found Spanish coins. They found French uh, money. Did they, they find something to do with the Templars? Oh they yeah, think they did. They yeah, they did. a yeah. few things. And then then they found a brooch that was. Did you say that on there yet? They found a brooch that was hand. Hey, what's his name? Found a Bobby Dazzler. <laughs> was that this season or last yeah, season? Yes, this season. They found another brooch. Yes, they found. Okay. It is a leaf. It's a leaf brooch that would have held a. Also held oh, a cloak. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. about to like really show some behind the scenes uh -huh. and break this up. We've got the Fellowship of the Ring on right here, yeah. and they are in Lothlorien. They're about to get their leaf brooches oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> not idly do the leaves of Lorient fall 
Illuminati. <laughs> Confirmed. <laughs> it was all planned. <laughs> this is Manchild Movie Night. <laughs> hey Glad to be back. It's okay. been a while. Been a hot minute. I've been so off uh, giving birth. <laughs> giving birth? Wow. <laughs> I was okay. there. How was it for you? <laughs> Very stressful. I think, I think Dustin did it earlier. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I uh, Food baby. Somebody was screaming. <laughs> oh. Yeah. It, it was stressful. <laughs> he was four weeks early. Yeah. So I was a little nervous. Yeah. A lot nervous. Especially there was one time I was talking to my mom. Had my head turned while the nurse had come in. And I turned around and Jana's got... Uh, an oxygen mask on, and I about yeah fell out on the floor, and she's like, "It's okay, it's okay." I'm like, "Doesn't look okay." Yeah, but you know, I don't even remember what was going on. I forgot about all that. Yeah, it, it's it's been a wild ride. <laughs> he's been a good baby though. Yeah. Hope it hope he looks like a mink. I'll tell you that. You know, it's yeah. in the genes. Yeah. I, I didn't think like he, you. Yeah, That's what I looks didn't. Like. I didn't think he looked like me as much because I was thinking. Yeah, he's got Jana's eyes. He's gonna have blue eyes. He's got Jana's eyes. Yeah, and uh, I was thinking that he looked a whole lot because I obviously I guess I see her in both of our kids. Yeah. But as Miles gotten older, I see a lot of me in her, especially that she had my eyes. But yeah, I was thinking that he looked a lot more like her. Uh, and I then I was like, my mom's. <laughs> last week and I saw a picture of me and my brother when I was about yeah. six months old or so and it's dead ringer he looks yeah. just like me poor child <laughs> but this is man child movie night back again uh, holiday edition holiday Woo! <laughs> we need the little just hear those sleigh bells ringing <laughs> a little Christmas music behind that you, you, we're almost to 50 we're almost to 50. We this is we 49. 50 by the end of the year, and it probably won't happen. No, probably not. <laughs> we got close. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I did, you know, we would have gotten 50 to the, gotten to 50 by the end of the year if, you know, well, I in, hadn't have had a child. In true Man Child Movie Night fashion, we had no movie in Halloween. <laughs> Right. Well, we usually do it after, but yeah. we're actually going to get this one out in time for Christmas, maybe. Yeah. yeah. This because as of as of yeah as of recording. Because the people are clamoring for that. Yes, they are. They're on the edge of their seats. <laughs> Riots in the streets. I don't know how many people have told me, "Hey, it's not Christmas unless you get a Christmas episode out <laughs> before Christmas." Before Christmas. So for all you, whoever you were. Yeah. I've actually had. I actually did have somebody ask said, hey, it's been a while since you guys released the podcast. I'm like, yes, it has. Stay tuned. Yeah. <laughs> Hot was, takes. It's, yeah. Coming, it's coming quick. I was like, you know a guy that does the show. Yeah. And I was like, I can give you up, you know, <laughs> up-to-date information. Uh, information. Yeah, I was going to say analysis. I'm like, you yeah. sit there, we'll do a one-man podcast. Listen to me talk for about an hour. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Call it Moments with Sean. <laughs> Oh, I have those every day. <laughs> uh, yeah, me too. It's just, I finally find, like with this, I finally find a couple of other knuckleheads that would sit down and talk about the same random crap that I'm wanting to talk about for an hour or two or three. <laughs> yeah, we had a boy at church. He started watching the Avengers movies. And he's, well, the Marvel movies. And he's like, I'm watching the movie. I'm going to come do your podcast with you. I'm like, dude, you just missed it. 
He said, y'all done them all? I said, no. We did Endgame. That's all that matters. <laughs> we did the Marvel movie. We did the Marvel movie. <laughs> He's like, well, I'm watching them all. I'm like, well, we're not going back and doing them all. So no. forget it. I mean, we might could go back and do some hit or miss, but I mean, we got the new one, you got newer ones coming out. Yeah. In, up well, he mentioned years. like Ant-Man. Like, like he like, well, I'm finna watch Ant-Man. We should do Ant-Man. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Ant-Man's a throwaway movie in that series. <laughs> he come on. <laughs> Well, until the end. Well. Until the end game. I never saw Ant-Man 2. So I'm not ever going to miss nothing. I haven't. No. I ain't watched it. <laughs> Ant-Man the Wasp, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I've got it. I ain't watched it. It was on the Netflix, but I guess it's on there now. Yeah. I know there, there's still some of that stuff. Uh, that's Disney properties that are still on there. Probably be on there, it's I guess, till the end of the year. Well, they'll, they'll have contracts for those movies yeah. to show. Solo's they, still on there. Oh, yeah, once they're Solo on. and The Last Jedi is still on there. Yeah. Well, I watched... Uh, I'll get to it. <laughs> it's no. to do with our, our episode. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, yeah, okay. This man-child movie night. There you go. Uh, so, all kinds of distractions. <laughs> I'm Matt, as always, with Dusty. Hello. And Sean. Hello. And Apollo Creed's great in that show too, by the way. The Mandalorian. Yeah. I'm gonna watch it. I just haven't watched it yet. I guess I'll have to sign up for Disney. See, see some of this right here I hadn't seen. There's a new episode coming up. And they're doing tomorrow. it every week, right? Yes. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I do too, yeah. I like you get to I, talk about it. Yeah. You get caught, you get to talk about it and think about it and yeah. you know. Well, that's like when I was talking about watching Letterkenny. Ben watched all the seasons and then he was making jokes. I'm like, I haven't seen that yet. <laughs> Easy there. I don't get the riff, y'all. Slow down. Spoiler. But uh, in lieu of the holiday season, Christmas and what have you, we're going to do a Christmas carol. But not just any specific one because there's up to 150 no, of them. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. Oh, highlight. Favorites, I, I assume. Mean, there's cartoon ones, there's old ones, there's silent ones, there's new ones being made. Puppet ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a new series coming on. Even FX, FX or TNT, we don't. Yeah. But I think it's FX. Yeah. I think the commercial I saw was for one of the other movies yeah. on TNT. But it, yeah, the movie's going to be on, but they're doing a series and they're making a new movie about it. Yeah. So, and you get past the. Christmas Carol, then there's Scrooged or Scrooge movies. That's yeah. Well, there's the same. Well, you have some that are titled A Christmas Carol, and then you have some that are that story or inspired by that story with the same concept, like Scrooged, that are that changes names and puts it in a more modern. Which Scrooged is one. I, I have it on my list. It is one of my favorites. I found. Of, I found is this the Bill Murray? Yes. Okay, so I've never seen that. I found. Yeah, it's a, good. I found the old one. And I got it on Amazon Prime, and it was colorized in 2008. Well, it was a Christmas Carol in 2008, but when it was originally done in 1938, it was Scrooge. It's the same people in the same movie, they just changed the name of it in 2008. When they colorized it. When they colorized it. Added color to it. Well, it's... The... I mean, for if you people don't know... It's the story of Ebenezer Scrooge, and it's on a, a novella by Charles Dickens, who wrote Oliver Twist, uh, Tale of Two Cities. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, That's the one I remember because I don't know yeah. a lot. 
<laughs> what am I missing? What else am I missing? Taylor Two Cities, Oliver Twist. Oh, there's something else. Yeah, I always want to say Les Miserables. No, uh, Les Miserables, but that's Alexander wow. Dumas. He didn't do Les Miserables. Yeah, <laughs> Les Miserables. <laughs> yeah, I watched that whole movie. There wasn't no fellow named Les in there, and there wasn't nobody miserable. <laughs> you were watching it. Exactly. <laughs> it was uh, published on December the 19th of 1843. And from what I gathered in my research, he... Um, a lot of the stuff that he talked about as far as what people were doing for Christmas and celebrate how they were celebrating it became ways of celebrating after this story came out. Like uh, the gathering and eating a lot. Apparently a lot of people didn't do that. Like they didn't eat and celebrate or whatever. And I think the Christmas tree was a new this is Victorian, yeah, Victorian era England and all. The right. Christmas tree was a newer concept and all. And they said that he he brought the celebration of Christmas in, in that form into the zeitgeist at that time. And kind of, I don't know, from what I from what I read, it was the way we think about Christmas now. A lot of it has come from. A Christmas. A Christmas girl. I think the one you was thinking about David Copperfield. David Copperfield. Yeah, here we go. I mean, among... Many others. Countless, countless other stories. And, you know, he's one of the great authors of all time. Yeah. Really. And and this is just a, nove a novella, which is just a short, short novel. But it's, I don't know, I think it'd be safe to say that this, <laughs> this story has affected culture, kind of like, I don't know, like Star Wars would have had. Like, there's certain things you can go ahead and put a timestamp on, like, you know, obviously the invention of electricity could be something, you know, it's changed the way people look at things, it's changed the world, it, like you, there's a... Now you have something you can look and say, okay, well, this was pre this and now it's post this. Yeah. You know, and I think that this story is one of those. 9 11. Yeah. Well, obviously, this is <laughs> a completely different, completely different thing. More pop culture is kind of deal. I, I was going to compare it to Star Wars. 9 11. Dick Chain. Inside job. Yeah, that's what I was waiting on. I was waiting on the conspiracy theories first. Oh, it's getting to where it's not even a, a, yeah. a conspiracy theory anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. That sucks. <laughs> anyway, but uh, you know, hopefully you are familiar with this. I think it's been translated into however many languages and showed up in however many countries and uh, been around since 1843. I had a note, the earliest... The earliest surviving screen adaptation was called Scrooge, or Marley's Ghost, and that was from 1901. 1901. And, it's and I mean, but done. even before then, it was done as plays. It's been done countless times in uh, theaters, I'm sure on Broadway and in London's the East End or the West, the West End, or whatever their Broadway is over there. So that one, the one you're talking about, uh, 
1901, that would have predated the talkies. Yes. That would have been a silent film. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, I meant to make notes of this, but I didn't. But I probably put, out of all of the different adaptations and versions and whatever, I figure there was one from 1951 that I saw that won some Oscars or were nominated for some Oscars. Um, can't remember who was in that, but I figured that was a big one. I've, I don't know, probably the most, and you, you correct me if I'm wrong there, Sean. I figured the, just from what I've seen and what I've heard, and I've never seen it, maybe bits and pieces of it, but I think the so when people think about A Christmas Carol, the one they think of is the 1984 TV movie with yeah, George 80, C. Scott. 83. 83? Yeah, George C. Scott. George yeah. C. Scott. That's my favorite. That's of, the one. Of, of all See, that. I figured. I like George C. Scott. I yeah. like him. He was uh, also. Patton, right? He was Patton, but yeah. he was also in the original. He was in the. No, he was in the second 12 Angry Men. The one from the 70s? No, the one, the one in the 90s. 90s, okay. He was in the, he was in the color one. The original one, black and white. Yeah, that was the 50s. And I don't think it really had to be black and white, but they just filmed it in black and white. Yeah. But yeah, George C. Scott, he did a good job. As well, it's George C. Scott, and is that the one... I think that may be the one with Roger Rees as the nephew Fred. Roger Rees is the sheriff of Rottingham. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that name sounded familiar. It's the sound of a golf ball bouncing <laughs> on a tile floor. Entertainment. No, but yeah, I was, was going to do a, a watch home alone. It's the sound of a tool chest falling down the stairs. <laughs> But I think that was kind of the uh, the pinnacle. Yeah. The one that eight eighty three that George C. Scott uh, TV movie, and after that though, I, I don't know. There's been a lot. I've got a list of my favorites. I'll give you but my short list. You want to go ahead? <laughs> but indicate well, this is the character, the characters in the story. Yeah, Ebenezer Scrooge is the old miser. Before we start that, before the old miser uh -huh. who um, hates everything Christmas, appears to hate oh, hate everybody. Yeah. <laughs> then his. Uh, what does that even mean? That's what I was trying to figure out. But that I have that in my notes. But the the in the old version. <laughs> share more, share with the class. I watched the version from. Uh, 1930-something in I was trying to, no, I don't think it. Well, anyway, Humbug. It was in the 50s when this one was done, I think. Yeah, 1951. I think I saw one from 51. And there was also one, a musical, done in like 1970, I think, that had uh, Alec Guinness as Jacob Marley. Okay. Hmm. He also said he hated doing that movie too. So I'm thinking he <laughs> yeah, hated Star Wars and I, hated that. I'm thinking he liked acting. That sounds like <laughs> it. I hate good. my job. <laughs> but Humbug 
The definition of humbug is a person or object that behaves in a deceptive or dishonest way, often as a hoax or in jest. So, hmm. so basically, it's uh, Christmas is basically a. way he put it I'm trying to, to to think because they they do a good way of explaining it kind of in uh, in my favorite one well he just he he said that he thought it was just a thing for people to try to get out of working one day yeah try to get out of working and yeah, yeah he said well he, he tells Bob Cratchit that his work employee he says it's a fine uh, seems like a good excuse for picking a man's pocket every 25th of December yeah yeah. And that's all he thought about anyway. Yeah, money and all that. But the Bob Cratchit, I said, and then Fred, it's Scrooge's nephew, who it's his only living relative. And his old partner who comes back as a ghost to warn him of the spirits is Jacob Marley. And you got the ghost of the Christmas past, present, and yet to come. And then you got a sister, Fan, and then Belle, who was his fiance at one time. Fiance. <laughs> and then the Fezziwig always plays a big role in in uh, all the ones that I've seen. I cannot think of hear that name without thinking of Fizzgig. Fizzgig from Dark Crystal. Oh, that was the little the little ball. Is the like a dog almost? Oh, okay. It was a Fizzgig. Was his name? Uh oh. Yeah. Do you want to? Since you have a short list. Yeah, mine have a short list because I don't really care that much about Christmas Carol, but like I said, I you know, here's the deal. My mind. Here's the deal. I I remember watching the Disney version, Mickey, and having Scrooge make up. That's what I that's what I remember from I watched that one today. That's what I watched last night. That was my preparation movie. But um, you know, I remember I remember that that one a lot growing up. Uh just because, I mean, that's what we watched. We watched Disney movies. We watched VHSs of Disney, you know. Yeah. You know, that was a Disney channel. I mean, that's that was our thing. But, um, but you know, I, I noticed something that I liked in that. They didn't cut out. Of course, it was back in that time. Now, they probably wouldn't do that. But they put in God. They actually said God, mm -hmm. which I like because, you know, nowadays they probably would not do that. Uh God help us, everyone, or yeah, God bless us, God everyone. Bless us everyone. Well, uh, in the one I watched, uh, filmed in '54, uh, had Basil Rathbone playing uh, Ghost of Jacob Marley. Yeah. Basil Rathbone, who was Sherlock Holmes. It actually, actually had uh, it was a little series of short films about Dickens' books. Yeah. But this one was it wasn't but 51 minutes. Yeah. Uh, but. Uh, Actually, uh, Tiny Tim sang a song in this one about God in Christmas. Yeah. Okay. It did. It's it kind of a musical type thing. They yeah. sang several songs in this one. Yeah. But it was. But I mean, in in, in every variation, I mean, you have different people playing those parts. But I liked that they brought characters in the Disney one from other movies, and they yes. put it all in one thing. So you had one thing that I, I was watching. <laughs> actually, matter of fact, I watched that one twice today. I watched it. 
while Milo was at school and we came she came home and well, she wanted to watch it. So yeah. I've watched it. It's only like twenty five minutes long. That's why I watched it. <laughs> that was the shortest. Did you watch it? it yeah, was uh, th- yeah. Mine included the in, the long intro credits. I think it ended up being a little longer than that, maybe thirty two. Well it uh, something like that. Well the uh the, the ones that the uh the men that come by and ask for the donations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Theirs are, are always in every adaptation. It's a big part of the story. But in the Disney one, it's the great mouse detective. Yes. It's uh, Basil the, the the mouse. Basil. And the mole. It, and, but the, I looked this up. That movie came out in 1986. The Disney Christmas Carol came out in 1983. So it was before it. Before. Okay. And so I That's thought correct. that was pretty neat because yeah. it's like so oh, those characters okay, were originated there then, right. really. You know, in the well, I guess it depends on when it was animated, but yeah, you know, I'm sure they were working on Great Mouse Detective in '83, yeah, you know, whatever. You know, they work on those movies for years and yeah. years yeah. before they come out. Um, but you had, uh, you had the giant. He played the Christmas mm-hmm. present, and then uh, Jiminy Cricket. Jiminy Cricket was Christmas past. And then, uh, I, what's his name? Pete. Pete, that's right. That's another him. thing, too. That's a Disney movie, but there's several instances where somebody's smoking. Uh-huh. Pete's smoking Pete's a smoking. cigar, and then those weasels that are digging the yeah. uh, stoats or whatever they yeah. are are smoking cigarettes. Right. Of course, that's a different, you know, different time. Different time, you, know. different time, you see. You know, I, <laughs> you understand. Yeah. <laughs> and I notice that now because you don't ever see people smoking in movies and stuff, you know, and on TV and stuff anymore. Yeah. Back then, you know, everybody smoked. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I like that version. The other version that I remember was Muppet Christmas Carol. So I know that's Chris's favorite. Yeah. Who played uh, Scrooge in that one? Michael Caine. No, who? In the Muppet Christmas Carol? Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. Michael Caine. Okay. I watched that one today. I haven't watched (laughs) it. It was actually human that played... Yes. It wasn't a, wasn't a There's, I mean, they were other. Yeah. Me and Kelly were trying to think of that. We couldn't. We couldn't yeah. remember how. It uh, went. Michael yeah. Caine plays okay. Scrooge, and then uh, his nephew is played by a human as well. Okay. And because uh, Gonzo is one of the spirits, right? Or was Gonzo was Charles Dickens. Okay. Gonzo and uh, Rizzo are kind of narrating. Who was the the spirits? Who Who was the ghost of Marley? Uh, oh, Waldorf and Statler. Okay, Marley and Marley. Yeah. We're Marley and Marley. Because yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a musical, too. I they, thought they I remember them being in it somehow. I love that. That's one of my favorites. I yeah. have it on my list. It's yeah. one of my favorites. But uh, Michael Caine was Scrooge. Uh, the Ghost of Christmas Past was this little... Um, Looked like a little doll girl, kind of creepy. Like, not I mean, not as creepy as some of the other ones that I've seen, but it's. Oh my gosh. Then, Ghost of Christmas Present was um, just a big Muppet that looks like the Ghost of Christmas Present and every other one with the red beard and the holly right. hat and all that. And then the Ghost of Christmas Past, or uh, not past, uh, yet to come was basically what it looks like in every every movie with the hood and all that but it was kind of muppetized yeah and that one i don't i just like that one because 
it's funny, mm-hmm. but at the same time, Michael Caine is playing it completely straight. Yeah. Like all of this is just normal. Yeah. All of these Muppets are just normal. <laughs> <laughs> you know? This is real life. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the one I watched, there was no hooded figure as, a, as the one that was Christmas future. It was a, it was a raven. Hmm. And he and it was a short little part about that. He just stumbled into a graveyard. The raven flies off, and he falls over a tombstone and looks up and sees his name. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, Ebenezer Scrooge. Yeah. Then he looks down and sees Tiny Tim. Yeah. <coughs> but uh, what was funny about that was when he went back to his room, and he's I guess he I don't, I, he didn't have a house. He stayed in a room, but uh, I'm assuming he rented the room or whatever. But on his desk, he had a stuffed raven. Mm-hmm. on his desk when that same raven was yeah. the spirit of Christmas future yeah and let's see another uh, my favorite one is the Jim Carrey one. Oh my gosh you don't like it it's creepy creepy oh no, yeah it is creepy. creepy that's why I can't watch well, see, Poe, I can't watch a Poe Express for the same reason oh because I it's the real like, I don't like them I do not like them so I like Polar Express, and I like that that the Jim Carrey uh, A Christmas Carol. I like it. Well, I really don't know why I like it so much. I just, I just, yes, I do. The, it, 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 the, I mean, I was already grown and married by the time I saw it because it came out in '09. But I don't. I, I think the the story is just good, and it's not a musical. You get the the Disney ones, or they're kind of a musical, which I'm fine with that. But it's not a musical, so you don't have the little song breaks and all whatever. So you just get the story. Yeah. And um, I think he does an excellent job. Yeah. <laughs> of course, it is. It, it that one is a little bit creepy, especially with the uh, when he as the ghost of Christmas present there at the end dies, he turns to the skeleton. You know, he's aging and he's laughing and the. Uh, uh, ignorance and want are kind of hassling Scrooge there and then he laughs and then die, falls over and dies and he turns there's a skeleton by the time it's over and then he just turns to dust you know it's pretty creepy yeah and uh, even Jacob Marley when he comes up you know it's you hear the noises and the little bell starts ringing it's Jacob Marley was pretty pretty scary in the one I watched, uh, the ghost part. It was he had like spider webs on his hands. Yeah. And just all kind of stuff. It was more like a mummy looking thing. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was pretty different. So, well, Gary Oldman is in the one with Jim Carrey. So, okay. Well, I mean, they, it's got a lot of good actors. Jim Carrey made it, right? Yeah. You yeah. had never seen it? No. It's really good. Yeah. You gotta check it out. It's really good. Jim Carrey plays Scrooge. And it's like uh, the mocap, like they did yeah, the, yeah. you know, like how they do I mean, I, Gollum and yeah. Uh, and I, I've seen Polar Express. Yeah, it's it's, it's the like same, that. Same animation style. But it's um, Jim Carrey plays Scrooge and all three of the ghosts. Of course, the last one, it's just the hooded figure. You know, it's it's like the Grim Reaper. Yeah, that's the way it's set up. It looks just like the Grim Reaper, uh, without the. Well, actually, in the Muppet movie, I, I think he's got a. I think it's got a scythe. Okay. But then um, Gary Oldman plays Bob Cratchit and Jacob Marley. 
<laughs> and then uh, Robin Wright Penn, who's Jenny from Force Gump, she yeah. plays Belle, his the the the, the girl. And then uh, Colin Firth plays his nephew, and Carrie Elwes is in it. Hey. He plays a couple parts. Okay. And there's one you can tell is him, but he they made him fat. He's a, a fat guy. He's one of the guys that comes and um, solicits, I guess. You know, the money for the. He's a prostitute. Yeah. <laughs> I need money for the uh, yeah. for the poor houses. Yeah. Right. Then uh, yeah, it's good. I like. That one, Muppet Christmas Carol, and I don't know if y'all ever watched it or not, but there was a TNT original movie back in the late 90s that had Patrick Stewart. 99. I think as, uh, I caught like, some of that. Yeah, as Scrooge, and yeah. I liked that one. That one's really good, too. Yeah. Um, That's the one they're going to really show. On TNT? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, that one was... They made it. It was new. I remember yeah. seeing it when I was a kid, and what they, it comes on about like a Christmas story does. They, they they show up every... Well, Christmas stories all day, 24 hours, whatever, but... Yeah. They show it every year. And then... Um, that's my jam. Scrooged with the Bill Murray one, which that one's... His name is Frank Cross in the movie, and then... Yeah. Um, but it, that, one, that one's really good. Of course, it's all it's speaking all of, sorts of '80s goodness. Before you move on, speaking of a Christmas story, I told Ben I got so mad at myself today. I had a flat tire. And I had to go change it, and I did not scream out, "Dad, come and blow up!" <laughs> and I was so mad because I say it all the time, and then I had an opportunity and I missed it. <laughs> I didn't even say it. Are we being invaded? They're here. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> and also another one of my favorites. We started talking about the uh, conspiracy well, theory about the, Yeah, <laughs> we were talking about a conspiracy theory about the 9/11 inside job. The black helicopters yeah, right here. Yeah, now. they are. Get your temple hat, Dustin. Yeah. yeah, if you're real quiet. Come on. You can probably hear. Them. Anyway, uh, and another one of my favorites is the Flintstones. Didn't know there's such an animal. It's really good. It's really good. Apparently, it came out in 1994, so it's not like the heyday of the Flintstones. But it's in it. I wrote down a little bit of it just so I could remember it. Uh, Fred is. Uh, they're putting on a play. They're putting on a Christmas Carol play, and he is the he is playing Ed Bone Bone and B O N E Ed Bonezer Scrooge, <laughs> and Barney is Bob Craggett. <laughs> And then who's his, who's his boss? Mr. Slate. Mr. Slate plays Jacob Marbley. <laughs> <laughs> but he uh, he gets the kind of the premise of the story is he's playing Scrooge and he's getting so into the character that he's forgetting to spend time with his family at Christmas. Right. And so, but you you see the. Uh, uh, I can't remember who the Christmas past, uh, Wilma, I think, is Christmas past, and uh, um, I can't remember present, but Dino is <laughs> the yet to come. He's wearing the hood and pointing and all that stuff. Yeah. It's good. I really like it. It was a TV movie, and I, I caught it on Cartoon Network a couple years ago. First time I'd seen it in a long time. I don't know that I've ever watched it. But I've seen, you know, I've seen pictures from it, you mm -hmm. know, yeah. with Fred as, yes, yeah. I like it a lot. Yeah. And then you got, uh, 
you said Mickey's Christmas Carol. Yep. And then uh, I've seen Mr. Magoo's Christmas Carol. Okay. That's all. Oh, yeah. That was an old one, and it, it's good. Bugs Bunny's A Christmas Carol. Now that I haven't seen, and I'm gonna find and watch that. that Yosemite Sam as uh, Scrooge. Okay. I think I remember seeing that when I was a kid. And then uh, one that I've watched that is a play. Uh, it's not one well, I play. It's a kind of like Scrooge. It's it takes the story, but it changes names and changes up a storyline a little bit. But it's the whole being visited by three spirits and having to change and all that is the the centerpiece was a romantic comedy huh. with Matthew McConaughey. Okay. Ghosts of Girlfriends Past. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> and that one's pretty good. Yeah. Because he's going back for his little brother's wedding and his little brother is marrying the younger sister of a girl that he was in love of girl he was in love with when he was a, ki a teenager and something happened along the way and like he's always been in love with her but he becomes like this he's got it makes a lot of money whatever he's doing he's a playboy kind of guy you know he's right. a, you know it makes him come hey all right all right all right but he uh, goes back and they're staying at this big place and a lot of his <laughs> exes or one of his exes is there or something like that with the, the Jennifer Garner is the, the is the the one that he was in love with well he gets visited by three of his ex-girlfriends. Yeah. Ghost, one of them is uh, Emma Stone, was one from, I okay. think maybe the girl that he'd lost his virginity to or something when he was a young teenager. And There's then an about, age difference there. Oh wait, this when is... It, she's playing the age okay. of when okay. they were small. Right. And then, I can't remember the other ones, but the, the Jacob Marley-like ghost, the mentor ghost was Michael Douglas. Okay. And he's his uncle. Uncle Wayne or something like that who was that's where he learned to you know he was a playboy you know womanizer kind of guy and that's yeah. where he learned picked up all of that yeah. if you ever see that on your wife's probably like it it's she had Lindsay just good. sounds like something Lindsay's probably watched she is living alright alright you know what I like about high school girls I get older I get older they stay the same age, age. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, movie he did Mud was a good movie. I never saw that one. It's good. And then just some funny I, I named the Flintstones things, but the Muppets, uh, they had the Marley and Marley, and uh, instead of it being Fezzy Wig, it was Fozzy Wig. Yep, yep, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I, that one, that's that one's high on my list. Yeah. Really high on my list. That one's good. And you can see Chris likes that one a lot. Yeah, I'm surprised he's not here to talk about it. I told him about it and he's like, crap, I got a thing to go to. He said, I'd be there. That's right up his alley. Mm -hmm. But well, the, you know, the movie or the book itself, I guess, I've never, I haven't read the book. I, I've read some of Dickens stuff, but I haven't read that. But it's the cautionary tale of uh, greed. Yes. That's pretty much what it is. Yeah. And, uh, Well, which is, there's a lot of people thinking that it, it's Christian allegory as well, and I guess there could be some of that. I don't know that he wrote it that way, but you can pull themes like that out of it. I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't a take on capitalism. 
from the idea of a of an English writer, uh, somebody in Great Britain. Yeah. You're talking 18 what? He wrote it in 1843. Okay. It was so, published in 1843. So we're 30 years away from the War of 1812. I'm sure it still smarts on the British that America broke away from them. We're the capitalist democracy, democracy society over here that, you know, most people believe capitalism is just make as much money as you can as fast as you can. Right. And, you know, it, it could have been a takeoff on that too. I don't know exactly what. Well, greed, and obviously, I mean, is the, probably the biggest part of it. But also, I, while we're talking about the greed and the cautionary tale, I don't know if it's in any other versions, but I know for sure, and I guess it's something to do with Disney, both the Disney versions, which is the Jim Carrey one and the uh, Mickey's Christmas Carol, both at the end of it, where they have him in the graveyard, you know, normally in some of the versions, he just hangs onto the tombstone and he wakes up and he's holding his bedpost. Mm -hmm. Well, in both of the Disney versions, he falls into, like the, gr the ground opens up and you see the casket at the bottom and he falls into it, looks that, with fire at the bottom of it. The, one, the Mickey's Christmas Carol, it literally has fire, yeah, like he's falling into hell Yeah, in both of them. And I'm like, Hmm, that's pretty, uh, I thought that's what you were going to say earlier. That's pretty strong stuff yeah. for a kid movie, a, for, for a, a Disney, especially some a Disney. pretty serious symbology. Yeah, well, speaking of, I'm glad you said that. Speaking of <laughs> symbolism is the word you're looking symbolism. for. Symbolism. symbolism. Yeah, symbology. What's the symbology there? What's the symbology? But uh, I, I was looking up, just looking, doing some research. But this is some symbols, symbolism in... A Christmas Carol. Okay. Alright, the first one on the list, uh, because it seems like the story is allegorical in nature, it says, Marley's chains. And the chains that Scrooge's deceased partner wear are important because they of their material. And it doesn't show it in something. I don't know if it had it in that. But in the, in the story, excuse me, where normal chains are forged from metal, Marley's are constructed from what he valued in life. Which material wealth, which I guess is why he has the, uh, I don't know if it's in, I know it's in the, the Jim Carrey one, he has money boxes, yeah, like money the, chest chained up, the several one, of them. The one I watched, it showed, it showed uh, Scrooge going home for the night and he took his money box with him, put all his money in it, took it with him to his house. Well, Marley, his chains, all over his chains, had money boxes yeah. all over them. And it says in there, it says this use, Dickens used this image to suggest that actions, our actions in life may have inescapable, inescapable consequences even in death. And with to that, he, that's basically, that's what he does. He comes to warn him, this is what's going to happen to you if you don't change. Right. You're getting the shot that I didn't get. And, you know, uh, the story starts off with Marley having died seven years. It talks about seven it. Years. I think the first line is that Jacob Marley had been dead seven years, or Marley had been dead. What he'd been dead seven years, and when he comes to visit him, especially in the Jim Carrey, when he comes in, he goes, "See this chain? Um, 
your chain was as long as this is seven Christmas Eves ago when he died. You know, when I when I died, basically, he said for the seven years since then, he said I haven't. You know, it's basically his chain forging had ended. Yeah, it's like yours is a ponderous chain. Yeah, like you're ridiculous. Yeah, and the one the one I saw it say that your chain is longer than this and heavier than this. Yeah, it's a heavier chain because you you valued it more than I did. Mm-hmm. He was, you're worse than I was. Yeah, he was worse, and he's had lived right. seven years right. longer. You know, You've had seven years more of the greed that you're living in right now. Right. Then the ghost of Christmas past uh, symbolizes the experiences and memories that have made him into the callous person that he is today. And the spirit has a glowing head because I don't know what it what in that old one that you watched was it just somebody in a white suit as the ghost of Christmas past? It was the girlfriend. Okay. She come back. He didn't recognize her at first. Then they then they fast forward to the party where they dancing and singing and okay. they sing a song together. Okay. Uh, and but but at the end of it, he says, "I look so happy." And then, of course, she says, "Well, now watch this part." And that's when, you know, they're talking about getting married, and she says something to the effect of. You know, you're putting this stuff above me. Yeah. You're putting your wealth and your your drive to make money ahead of me. Yeah. And she said, I can't, we can't be like that. Right. And I think that's where they split up. But yeah, she was actually the ghost. Well, that, um, I can't remember in that Patrick Stewart one what the ghost of Christmas past was, but in the Jim Carrey one, he's actually like a candle. Yeah. And his head is the flame. Yeah. And he carries the little cap. And that's that, I think that's more along the lines of what it because that's how Scrooge puts the cap on him at the end to get you know, to get him to go away or get yeah. him it to go away. And it says the glowing head suggests maybe the location, you know, showing that his memories, all of that is in Scrooge's head. Uh, the ghost of Christmas past brings with him visions of feast and transformed room in Scrooge's house, which contrasts Scrooge's cold home with the abundance of other families. Though the others do not have material wealth, they are richer in happiness and familiar warmth. He also carries a scabbard with no sword, symbolizing lasting peace. And I like that on the Jim Carrey when he goes, I see you have a scabbard, but no sword. And he goes, oh, hmm. Peace on earth. Goodwill toward <laughs> men. <laughs> uh, you, sir, have lost your sword. I don't know where it's at. <laughs> and the ghost of Christmas yet to come, silent, clothed in black, symbolizes the uncertainty and fear of the future, which or death, you know, death comes for us all. Presence is mysterious and without identifiable features, showing that the future is not set. Hmm. Well, see, the, ghost, changed. the ghost of Christmas present in the one I watched was the nephew. Okay. It was him. Now, like I said, the present or future was the raven. Seems like I might have seen something where it's like that, where, yeah, where the the the, the nephew is singing, and he's singing about a very merry, very, what's he singing? Very, he just keeps saying the same, same, the same thing, singing over and over. Very merry Christmas. There's there's lots of singing in that. That's not good, but. <laughs> Um, then you have the uh, ignorance and want 
These two, the children that cling to the ghost of Christmas present, represent the rich and the poor's struggles. The poor are weighed down by want. It's clear that ignorance is the more dangerous of the two, and that ignorance is Scrooge's vice, since he has not bothered to learn more about his employees' conditions. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, because it was striking in the one, the version I watched when they went to have supper with, or have lunch or, or Christmas dinner, with uh, Bob Cratchit's family. The wife had never met him. Yeah, and he had never met the wife. Oh, you know, never he, met Scrooge. Yeah, yeah. And Scrooge had never met the wife. And the wife had never met him. Yeah, mm -hmm. he had to introduce them. Now, this is my boss. This is my wife. This is my kids. He'd never met any of them. Yeah. Does it have in that one? Because I don't think it had it in, and it, it gets me. It, it it got me a little choked <laughs> up when I was watching it earlier. Um, on the uh, Jim Carrey version, they uh, it's the the ghost of Christmas present is showing them. So they're in the home there, and. Every version you you see or that I've seen, you see the family, and then you see Bob and Tiny Tim come home from church, and they come in. He puts him down, and they're talking, and uh, she says, "Well, how was he there?" And he's like, "Oh, he's all as good as always. He's a little angel." And he said that he said, you know, sitting around all day thinking, you know, basically with nothing to do but thinking to himself. He said he come. He said he comes up with some of the. Uh, I can't remember how he puts it, like not crazy things to say, but some of the wildest thoughts in his head. And it said, uh, he said that we left, that when we left the church, he said he told me that he hoped that the people there saw him and saw that he was a cripple and that he hoped that his situation brought to them their mind on this Christmas day of the one who could make lame beggars walk and blind mm. men see hmm. and I, cool. I yeah <laughs> <laughs> it hit me like a like a yeah. knife to the chest and I was like whoo I got a little teary eyed yeah. you listen to some Zach Bryan and <laughs> you really cried drink some Jack Daniels <laughs> <laughs> no I don't need like I, I, you got I, snot coming out your nose you got yeah. Yeah, well, I cry a lot anyway nowadays, especially since I've got children. Yeah, they yeah. make me. I stay a puddle on the floor, but <laughs> that, like you were saying earlier, that's in there. Like if they, I want. I bet that they won't have references like that in either of these newer right. movies. The, the, the older one I had, it didn't. They didn't. It didn't have them coming back from church. They were already in the house. Mm -hmm. um, well, they, they were trimming the tree. Uh, what was interesting about it was they had a goose and they were basting the goose and said it would take hours to cook it but they were sitting there turning it by hand over this open fire over basting it and the brother was cutting up potatoes and uh, was sneaking a bite or two of gingerbread every once in a while and uh, but Tiny Tim was helping to uh, to trim the tree and that's putting the, putting the yeah, angel on top. They did angel, and the, uh, Bob put a stool up in the window and lifted Tiny Tim on it to let Tim put the the angel on top of the tree. But then they had the same conversation about 
high church school and all that. And something about he thought he was getting better. Bob, Bob I mean, mm-hmm. thought that he was getting better. And then, of course, his wife just looked at him like, well, no, he's not. Yeah. And then he said, Makes you wonder. I mean, it never says, but, I mean, it's 1843, but it probably something like polio. What I figured. With him. Something. And that's what well, Tiny Tim I think is is one of the big things that turned Scrooge around. Oh yeah, it was the thing. Yeah, yeah. because he asked he says he asked the ghost of future president, "What do you see for the future for Tiny Tim?" He said, "Well, I'm not really the ghost. I don't really mm-hmm. see in the future." He says, "But I see an empty chair at Christmas the next year." And I see a crutch on the wall. Yeah. Well, I mean, and it's not perfectly be preserved. And in yeah. the Disney one, that's Mickey is is putting Tiny Tim, or he's he's holding his little crutches. His grave is there. You know, that's what he sees. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's like, not Tiny Tim. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not Tiny Tim. Not Tiny Tim. Yeah, he, the, what kind of act was that Scottish accent? Yeah, he's that's Scottish. That's what McDuck is. Yeah. Scottish. He's Scottish. Yeah, okay. That's right. Yeah. So many gold. Yeah. I like Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. Anyway. And I wonder <laughs> if he was around before then. I don't know. Before that Christmas carol. Could be something to look up. I don't know. Because he's, I mean, he's been around in a lot of stuff ever since then. Oh, yeah. DuckTales. DuckTales. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got to start watching. I've That'll been be seeing on it. Disney Plus. It's too. on there. Yeah, yeah. DuckTales, Darkwing Duck. Oh, Darkwing Duck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nostalgia overload. <laughs> Gargoyles. Yeah. Son. Yeah. Dude, it's on there. It's amazing. Like Gargoyles Mandal- on there? Oh, Gargoyles, wow. yeah. And then like the Amazing Spider-Man cartoon. It's awesome. It is awesome. Like so much stuff on there. Like I went through the first day we got it and I didn't watch anything. I just went through the list and was just like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. If you you were going (laughs) to buy Disney stock, you should have bought it before. Oh yeah. Freaking Disney Plus dropped. Oh yeah. Because it went. Oh yeah. Hmm. How many subscribers they have to that service already? Oh, it's ridiculous. You know? It's ridiculous. And, but I mean, and that's, I watched the the Jim Carrey, it's Disney Christmas Carol. It's not on there yet. Yeah. Uh, but I have it on DVD. So I watched Mickey's Christmas Carol on there on the Disney Plus app. Muppet Christmas Carol on the Disney Plus app, and then I watched that other one on DVD, and then went back and watched the Mickey's Christmas yeah. Carol again. <laughs> so I did my research for this one, but I mean, this one, this is one of those things that everybody knows the story. Yeah. And you know, I mean, you see, it's and I, I we were talking about the symbolism and things. I mean, I could see that that's basically how every lost person is. It's like lost. Then you've been shown once, once you know you're convicted by by the Lord, the Holy Spirit. You look and you see, oh, all of this that I've done wrong. I'm a just nothing but a wretched sinner. And then you realize, okay, what do I have to do? Basically, 
to be redeemed. And it, it's it's a redemption story. And I, I, I don't know that he meant for it to be like that, but yeah, you could definitely pull that kind of a theme out of there. Yeah, I mean, he's trying to... Yeah, I mean, and it, the thing about it is he learns about his greed and he does change his way, but it, it's selfless in when he does it because he, he's doing it for... I don't really see it as much as he's doing it for self, but like for Tiny Tim, like you're saying. That's well, I think he... It's a little bit of both. I looked at it as one of those things he finally has just realized... Just realized what he's done. That he's basically just wasted his life away. Yeah. Like, he has... Yeah, he's got all this money, but he has nothing. He has not even doesn't even have anybody to leave it to. Yeah. And when he's dead and gone, it's nothing. Yeah. There's nothing. Yeah. You know, why? I mean, and just go ahead and... Because it's kind of... Uh, I heard somebody explain it, like, with Star Wars, too, that way. The reason that the Jedi can become blue ghost things is it's almost like an afterlife thing. You don't ever see any Sith ghosts. It's like that, you know. It's because they were that kind of thing, you know. You've, but what do you get? You've used that. You've been conceited and full of yourself. It's all about you, 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 you. You don't gain anything from that. Like you don't pass any knowledge on. You don't pass any. You know. You don't pass anything good on to anybody else. Yeah. And that's the thing with Scrooge. He doesn't have anything. I mean, he's got money, but he doesn't have anybody to pass it on to other than yeah. the nephew. Yeah. So Scrooge McDuck. All right, let's hear it. Was modeled after Ebenezer Scrooge. He first appeared in... Let me back up here. 1947. Oh, wow, okay. He was, a, he was in a comic book. He was the whole time the uncle, great uncle, grand uncle of Huey, Dewey, and Louie, uncle to Donald. Yeah. Um, and he's always been, is, before DuckTales, he was more of a anti-hero uh, miser, just like Scrooge. He was yeah. like that. Of course, he gets to DuckTales, he turns into kind of being a thrifty hero, yeah. you know, but... But yeah, he's been around since 47, so. Think about Scrooge McDuck now. I think of, uh, crap, what's the, uh, why am I blanking? The TV show with the nerd dudes, Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory, when they talk about Raj mm -hmm. and his family and, and uh, uh, my gosh, brain! I've been out of this. I've been out of the ring too long. I'm rusty. Um, Sheldon mm -hmm. tells them, "Oh, the uh, the Kuthrapali family is vastly wealthy," mm -hmm. and they're like, "Vastly wealthy? What do you mean by vastly wealthy?" Well, let's break it down. Vastly, as in long distances, covering a lot of ground, a yeah. lot. And wealthy, meaning a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, we get that. We understand that. But what? He said, oh, well, if I had to put them, I would probably put them somewhere yeah. between Bruce Wayne and Scrooge McDuck. Have you yeah. seen the episode of Family Guy when he tries to do a swimming like Scrooge McDuck through the, through the coins? He dives off into the vault. Oh, yeah. He just breaks to pieces. Yeah. <laughs> breaks his arms and legs. Because <laughs> you can't dive into coins. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
DuckTales. Yeah, and you brought up Star Wars, and I, I, I'll yeah. save that for off the air. I'll save, we'll talk about that later. Okay. So I, I would say that this movie is a cautionary tale of of putting your work before your family, before everything else. Of course, you know work is important, but it's 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 the biblical principle that you know the love of money is the root of all evil. So yes, are. exactly. And there we are. And it's it's on the Patrick Stewart one is on TNT right now, right meow, right meow, yeah, right meow, yeah. This is uh, as of ten oh five on December the fifth, of two thousand and nineteen, two thousand twenty four, from the future. <laughs> That's oh that was another thing. when you said that uh, that made me think of the the line on there uh, the Ghost of Christmas Present. Tells us. So that's the song he's singing, wasn't yeah. it? You got to turn that up. Yeah. Yeah. It's all at night. That's not what he was singing in the movie I saw. It's Captain Jean Picard. <laughs> yeah, what is. There's a tornado. Why Professor X in this movie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's not in his wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> he shows him a lot more than just He's uh, doing the Tyrone hands. <laughs> Tyrone. You seen that meme I guess. No. It's an old one. It's oldie but a goodie. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> These guys are awful singers. <laughs> I forget where I was. You were in the middle of something. Yeah. And I can't remember. Was talking about the uh, the uh, the love of money is the root of all evil. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Biblical and, principle. Yeah, that that one. How you you put like you say you put something. It's an idol. Yeah. It becomes an idol, and you put an idol before that. You know, and how you base your life and your relationships putting things in certain orders because it doesn't have to just be money be anything you know if you get it all out of whack and out of order your life's going to be a screwed but, you up know, during, during the whole thing it's also like you was talking about with the when the Holy Spirit deals with you you still have the choice right whether you turn from it or you don't and you know he chooses to turn from it yes so he gets a second chance the next morning, he wakes up. He throws the shutters open. A little sunshine. Right. He, he, he then, and then my, and the version I saw is a little boy down below on the street. He said, "You know, boy, what day is it?" Well, he said, "Sir, it's twenty fifth. It's Christmas Day." Yeah. And he said, "Oh, so this happened all in one night." Yeah. So he said, "I'm." Yeah. You know, he didn't miss Christmas. Yeah. Because yeah. so. it's supposed to be at one on this night, and then at one on the next, the following night, and then the following night after that on the stroke of twelve, the last stroke of twelve. Uh, for the uh, ghost of Christmas yet to come. The guy right there, let me, if he shows him again, he played McNulty in The Wire. That guy? No, the other guy that showed the- Oh, okay. The, him. Yeah, that's that's the nephew. Yeah, he was McNulty yeah. in The Wire. Oh, okay. The main character. 
Yeah, and see, this one they play Blind Man's Bluff. And that's what they're about to play, which... Or what they're going to play in a minute, where they... I think, yeah, they play Blind Man's Bluff. Where you blindfold and you... Kind of like Marco Polo without saying Marco Polo. You just won't run around in the dark <laughs> trying to find people. <laughs> just slapping around. <laughs> Look at that mustache. <laughs> and that sideways grin. <laughs> yeah. But the, uh, it, well, it, you talk about that, like he wakes up and he sees it, you know, Makes me think of you know the verse where it says, uh, "His mercies are new every morning." So you've accepted that, like you, and, and I mean, they may be. I've never seen one, but that would probably be an interesting thing. <laughs> if he, what would happen if he chose not to turn? But that's a story for a different day. Yeah. Well, I guess that wraps it up. Solid Christmas Carol conversation. Pretty solid. I mean. One of those things. It's one of these things that everybody knows, yeah, or should know. If you don't, you you've really been living under a rock. If you've not seen at least, you know, what years. we the ones we named are only scratching the surface yeah. of what's out there. I mean, I there seemed like every cartoon had a kind of out of a Christmas Carol episode. Every TV show had one. There's been Hallmark original movies. Saw one that had Carrie Fisher in it called "Hey, it's uh, it's Christmas Carol" or something like that, or yeah. whatever. A Carol's Christmas, something, something funny like that. The, the other choice I had thought about was, uh, and of all Christmas movies, it's probably in my top three. Is uh, Charlie Brown Christmas? Yeah. That's a good one. Cause we even, sh we even showed it at church one time for around Christmas time. What what's interesting about that? And I did some reading up on that show. It was done in the '60s, I believe, and they didn't want to put it on TV then. They thought it was too religious then. When Linus told the Christmas story. Yeah. Um, you know they're all arguing about this and that, and then Linus just says, "Hey, wait. There's let's remember the real reason." And, and he, he starts he read Luke he, chapter two. Yeah. And he starts you know, yeah. Yeah. Uh and they was, you know, shepherds in the field at night watching their watching their their flock. And the angel of the Lord come to him and said, Go to Bethlehem. Oh, yeah. I bring you glad tidings with great joy. The Christ child. And uh then that changes everything in the movie from then on. Yeah. But you know, they don't show it often. They'll show it one time. So you got to catch it on CBS, because CBS is the one that showed it to start with. I think they show it on Christmas Eve. They, yes, they show it sometime. You got to catch it. Now you'll you'll see Rudolph and you'll see Frosty and you'll see all the rest of them all the time. Yeah. But you know you only get to see that one at one time, and it's the one that you know that tells probably of all the Christmas movies. But really, of the popular ones, the secular movies, you'd say. Right. That it's the only one that actually tells the story. And now that we've sat here and talked about Christmas Carol, it actually does too. It just tells it, it just tells it in a different way. Yeah, more allegorical, more yeah. like uh, Pilgrim's Progress or whatever. It's the more thinking man's movie. Yeah. 
thinking man. I like that. And it seems a lot of people that don't want to think. <laughs> they just want to be force fed. Right. They just want to have have Rudolph shoved down their throat or Grandma got run over by a reindeer. You know. <laughs> I saw a thing the other day that said, you know, look, we sing songs and we laugh about it, but this would be a really rough time of year if your grandma actually did get run over yeah. by a reindeer. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if she'd come home from our house on Christmas Eve. Yeah. She'd been drinking too much eggnog. <laughs> but anyway, that's going to wrap it up. So kids, remember, Santa's watching. If there's any kids listening to this, I don't know why you would be. Santa Claus is watching you. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. That's it. <laughs> Y'all know the rundown. Of course, we did uh, We did forget one of the, uh, wasn't there a movie, Ernest Saves Christmas? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Ernest Saves Christmas. It's a good one. It's not as good as Ernest Scared Stupid. Mm-mm. I'm sure there's probably like a Mr. Bean's Christmas, too. <laughs> <laughs> the Christmas episode of The Office are pretty good too. Yeah, Benny Hanna Christmas is probably the best. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to get off here before we uh, before I get off onto that. But you know the drill. We'll keep. I'll keep it short. Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, r forward slash mcmn. Uh, Facebook, Twitter is Manchild Movie Night. Twitter is Manchild Movies. Google us. You can find us. It's worth a Google. It's worth a Google. <laughs> but uh, I'm Matt, and for Dusty and Sean, have a very Merry Christmas, guys. Peace. Out. On Earth. <laughs>